A Description of the Famous Kingdom of Macaria by Gabriel Platz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Description of the Famous Kingdom of Macaria by Gabriel Platz, showing its excellent government wherein the inhabitants live in great prosperity, health and happiness, the king obeyed, the nobles honoured, and all good men respected, vice punished, and virtue rewarded. An example to other nations. In a dialogue between a scholar and a traveller. Traveller. Well met, sir. Your habit professes scholarship. Are you a graduate? Scholar. Yes, sir, I am a master of arts. Traveller. But what do you hear in the exchange? I conceive you trade in knowledge, and here is no place to traffic for it. Neither in the book of rates is there any imposition upon such commodities, so that you have no great business either here or at the custom house. Come, let us go into the fields. I am a traveller and can tell you strange news and much knowledge, and I have brought it over the sea without paying any custom, though it be worth all the merchandise in the kingdom. Scholar. We scholars love to hear news and to learn knowledge. I will wait upon you. Go whither you will. Traveller. Well, we will go into more fields, and take a turn or two. There we shall be out of this noise and throng of people. Scholar. Agreed. But as we go, what good news do you hear of the Parliament? Traveller, I hear that they are generally bent to make a good reformation, but that they have some stops and hindrances, so that they cannot make such quick dispatch as they would. And if any experience which I have learned in my long travels may stand them instead, I would willingly impart it for the public good. Scholar. I like that well. I pray you declare some good experience, and I may say that I have gained something by the company of travellers. Traveller. In a kingdom called Macaria, the king and the governors do live in great honour and riches, and the people do live in great plenty, prosperity, health, peace, and happiness, and have not half so much trouble as they have in these European countries. Scholar. That seemeth to me impossible. You travellers must take heed of two things, principally in your relations. First, that you say nothing that is generally deemed impossible. Secondly, that your relation hath no contradiction in it. Or else all men will think that you make use of the traveller's privilege, to wit, to lie by authority. Traveller. If I could change all the minds in England as easily as I suppose I shall change yours... This kingdom would be presently like to it. When you hear the manner of their government, you will deem it to be very possible, and withal very easy. Scholar. I pray you, sir, declare the manner of their government, for I think long till I hear it. Traveller. As for brevity in discourse, I shall answer your desire. They have a great council, like to the Parliament in England, but it sitteth once a year for a short space, and they hear no complaints against any but ministers of state, 
judges and officers. Those they trounce soundly, if there be cause. Besides, they have five under-councils, to wit, a council of husbandry, a council of fishing, a council of trade by land, a council of trade by sea, a council for new plantations. These sit once a year for a very short space, and have power to hear and determine and to punish malefactors severely, and to reward benefactors honorably, and to make new laws, not repugnant to the laws of the great council, for the whole kingdom, like as court leads and corporations have within their own precincts and liberties in England. Scholar I pray you, sir, declare some of the principal laws made by those under councils. Traveller, the council of husbandry hath ordered that the twentieth part of every man's goods that dieth shall be employed about the improving of lands and making of highways fair and bridges over rivers, by which means the whole kingdom is become like to a fruitful garden, the highways are paved and are as fair as the streets of a city. And as for bridges over rivers, they are so high that none are ever drowned in their travels. Also they have established a law that if any man holdeth more land than he is able to improve to the utmost, he shall be admonished, first of the great hindrance which it doth to the commonwealth, secondly of the prejudice to himself. And if he do not amend his husbandry within a year's space, there is a penalty set upon him which is yearly doubled till his lands be forfeited, and he banished out of the kingdom as an enemy to the commonwealth. In the council of fishing there are laws established whereby immense riches are yearly drawn out of the ocean. In the council of trade by land there are established laws so that there are not too many tradesmen, nor too few, by enjoying longer or shorter times of apprenticeships. In the Council of Trade by Sea there is established a law that all traffic is lawful which may enrich the kingdom. In the Council for New Plantations there is established a law that every year a certain number shall be sent out, strongly fortified, and provided for at the public charge, till such times as they may subsist by their own endeavours, and this number is set down by the said council wherein they take diligent notice of the surplusage of people that may be spared. Scholar But you spoke of peace to be permanent in that kingdom. How can that be? Traveller Very easily, for they have a law that if any prince shall attempt any invasion, his kingdom shall be lawful prize, and the inhabitants of this happy country are so numerous, strong, and rich, that they have destroyed some without any considerable resistance, and the rest take warning. Scholar But you spoke of health. How can that be procured by a better way than we have here in England? Traveller Yes, very easily, for they have a house, or college, of experience, where they deliver out yearly such medicines as they find out by experience, and all such as shall be able to demonstrate any experiment for the health or wealth of men are honourably rewarded at the public charge, by which their skill in husbandry, physic, and surgery is most excellent. Scholar, but this is against physicians. Traveller, in Macaria, the parson of every parish is a good physician, and doth execute both functions, to wit, cura animarum and cura corporum, 
and they think it as absurd for a divine to be without the skill of physic as it is to put new wine into old bottles and the physicians being true naturalists may as well become good divines as the divines do become good physicians scholar but you spoke of great facility that these men have in their functions how can that be traveller very easily for the divines by reason that the society of experimenters is liable to an action if they shall deliver out any false receipt are not troubled to try conclusions or experiments but only to consider of the diversity of natures complexions and constitutions which they are to know for the cure of souls as well as of bodies scholar i know divers divines in england that are physicians and therefore i hold well with his report and i would that all were such for they have great estimation with the people and can rule them at their pleasure but how cometh the facility of becoming good divines traveller they are all of approved ability in humane learning before they take in hand that function and then they have such rules that they need no considerable study to accomplish all knowledge fit for divines by reason that there are no diversity of opinions amongst them scholar how can that be traveller very easily for they have a law that if any divine shall publish a new opinion to the common people he shall be accounted a disturber of the public peace and shall suffer death for it scholar but that is the way to keep them in error perpetually if they be once in it traveller you are deceived for if any one hath conceived a new opinion he is allowed every year freely to dispute it before the great council if he overcome his adversaries or such as are appointed to be opponents then it is generally received for truth if he be overcome then it is declared to be false scholar it seemeth that they are christians by a relation of the parochial ministers but whether are they protestants or papists traveller their religion consists not in taking notice of several opinions and sects but is made up of infallible tenets which may be proved by invincible arguments and such as will abide the grand test of extreme dispute by which means none have power to stir up schisms and heresies neither are any of their opinions ridiculous to those who are of contrary minds scholar but you spoke of great honour which the governors have in the kingdom of macaria traveller they must needs receive great honour of the people by reason that there is no injustice done or very seldom perhaps once in an age scholar but how come they by their great riches which you speak of traveller it is holden a principal policy in state to allow to the ministers of state judges and chief officers great revenues for that in case they do not their duty in looking to the kingdom's safety for conscience sake yet they may do it for fear of losing their own great estates scholar but how can the king of macaria be so rich as you speak of traveller he taketh a strict course that all his crown lands be improved to the utmost as forests parks chases etc by which means his revenues are so great that he seldom needeth to put impositions upon his subjects by reason he hath seldom any wars 
and if there be cause, the subject are as ready to give as he to demand, for they hold it to be a principal policy in state to keep the king's coffers full, and so full that it is an astonishment to all invaders. Scholar, but how cometh the king's great honour which you speak of? Traveller, who can but love and honour such a prince, which in his tender and parental care of the public good of his loving subjects, useth no pretences for realities, like to some princes in their acts of state, edicts and proclamations? Scholar, but you travellers must take heed of contradictions in your relations. You have affirmed that the governors in Macaria have not half so much trouble as they have in these European kingdoms, and yet, by your report, they have a great council, like to our parliament in England, which sit once a year. Besides that, they have five under councils, which sit once a year. Then how cometh this facility in government? Traveller. The great council heareth no complaints but against ministers of state, judges, and chief officers. These, being sure to be trounced once a year, do never, or very seldom, offend, so that their meeting is rather a festivity than a trouble, and as for the judges and chief officers, there is no hope that any man can prevail in his suit by bribery, favour, or corrupt dealing, so that they have few causes to be troubled withal. Scholar. I have read over Sir Thomas More's Utopia and my Lord Bacon's New Atlantis, which he called so in imitation of Plato's old one, but none of them giveth me satisfaction, how the kingdom of England may be happy, so much as this discourse, which is brief and pithy and easy to be effected, if all men be willing, traveller. You divines have the sway of men's minds. You may as easily persuade them to good as to bad, to truth as well as to falsehood. Scholar. Well, in my next sermon I will make it manifest that those that are against this honourable design are first enemies to God and goodness, secondly enemies to the commonwealth, thirdly enemies to themselves and their posterity. Traveller. And you may put in that they are enemies to the king and to his posterity, and so, consequently, traitors. For he that would not have the king's honour and riches to be advanced, and his kingdom to be permanent to him and to his heirs, is a traitor, or else I know not what treason meaneth. Scholar. Well, I see that the cause is not in God, but in men's fooleries that the people live in misery in this world when they may so easily be relieved. I will join my forces with you, and we will try a conclusion to make ourselves and posterity to be happy. Traveller. Well, what will you do towards the work? Scholar. I have told you before, I will publish it in my next sermon, and I will use means that in all visitations and meetings of divines, they may be exhorted to do the like. Traveller. This would do the feat, but that the divines in England, having not the skill of physic, are not so highly esteemed, nor bear so great a sway, as they do in Macaria. Scholar. Well, what will you do toward the work? Traveller. I will propound a book of husbandry to the High Court of Parliament, whereby the kingdom may maintain double the number of people which it doth now, and in more plenty and prosperity than now they enjoy. Scholar. That is excellent. 
I cannot conceive but that if a kingdom may be improved to maintain twice as many people as it did before, it is as good as the conquest of another kingdom, as great, if not better. Traveller. Nay, it is certainly better, for when the towns are thin and far distant, and the people scarce and poor, the king cannot raise men and money upon any sudden occasion without great difficulty. Scholar. Have you a copy of that book of husbandry about you, which is to be propounded to the Parliament? Traveller. Yes, here is a copy. Peruse it, whilst I go about a little business, and I will presently return to you. Well, have you perused my book? Scholar. Yes, sir, and find that you show the transmutation of sublunary bodies in such manner that any man may be rich that will be industrious. You show also how great cities, which formerly devour the fatness of the kingdom, may yearly make a considerable retribution without any man's prejudice, and your demonstrations are infallible. This book will certainly be highly accepted by the High Court of Parliament. Traveller. Yes, I doubt it not, for I have showed it to diverse Parliament men, who have all promised me fair so soon as a seasonable time cometh for such occasions. Scholar. Were I a Parliament man, I would labour to have this book to be dispatched. The next thing that is done, for with all my seven liberal arts I cannot discover how any business can be of more weight than this, wherein the public good is so greatly furthered, which to further we are all bound by the law of God and nature. Traveller. If this conference be seriously considered of, it is no laughing matter, for you hear of the combustions in France, Spain, Germany, and other Christian countries. You know that a house divided against itself cannot stand. This may give the Turk an advantage, so that England may fear to have him a nearer neighbour than they desire. Why should not all the inhabitants of England join with one consent to make this country to be like to Macaria, that is, numerous in people, rich in treasure and munition, that so they may be invincible. Scholar, none but fools or madmen will be against it. You have changed my mind according to your former prediction, and I will change as many minds as I can by the ways formerly mentioned, and I pray you that for a further means this conference may be printed. Traveller, well, it shall be done forthwith. Scholar, but one thing troubleth me, that many divines are of opinion that no such reformation as we would have shall come before the day of judgment. Traveller. Indeed, there are many divines of that opinion, but I can show a hundred texts of scripture which do plainly prove that such a reformation shall come before the day of judgment. Scholar. Yea, I have read many plain texts of scripture to that purpose, but when I searched the expositors, I found that they did generally expound them mystically. Traveller, that is true, but were this anti-Aram, considering that those places of scripture would not bear an allegorical exposition, said thus, Possumus sicut e multi ali omnia hoec, spiritualiter exponere sed vereor, ne hujus modi expositionem prudentes lectores ne quaquam recipient. Scholar. 
I am of St. Jerome's mind, and therefore, with alacrity, let us pursue our good intentions, and be good instruments in this work of reformation. Traveller. There be natural causes also to further it, for the art of printing will so spread knowledge that the common people, knowing their own rights and liberties, will not be governed by way of oppression, and so, by little and little, all kingdoms will be like to Macaria. Scholar. That will be a good change, when as well superiors as inferiors shall be more happy. Well, I am in paradise in my mind in thinking that England may be made happy with such expedition and facility. Traveller. Well, do you know any man that hath any secrets or good experiments? I will give him gold for them, or others as good in exchange. That is all the trade I have driven a long time. Those riches are free from customs and impositions, and I have travelled through many kingdoms and paid neither freight nor custom for my wares, though I valued them above all the riches in the kingdom. Scholar, I know a gentleman that is greatly addicted to try experiments, but how he hath prospered I am not certain. I will bring you acquainted with him, perhaps you may do one another good. Traveller, well, I have appointed a meeting at two of the clock this day. I love to discourse with scholars, yet we must part. If you meet me here the next Monday at the exchange, I will declare to you some more of the laws, customs, and manners of the inhabitants of Macaria. Scholar, I will not fail to meet you for any worldly respect, and if I should be sick, I would come in a sedan. I never received such satisfaction and contentment by any discourse in my life. I doubt not, but we shall obtain our desires to make England to be like to Macaria for which our posterity, which are yet unborn, will fare the better, and though our neighbour countries are pleased to call the English a dull nation, yet the major part are sensible of their own good and the good of their posterity, and those will sway the rest, so we and our posterity shall be all happy. End of a description of the famous kingdom of Macaria by Gabriel Platz